Hello, this is your host, Paul Harvey. I am taking a break from the editing this week, but I will be back next week with a new program. In the meantime, I wanted to share with you a conversation recorded a couple of years ago at an event called Reasons and Results. Now, that event is still available. You can find the details at the website. And there are some free tickets for that event, which you can find details about that at the end of the program. Now, this is a lovely conversation with a friend of mine, Simon Jordan. And we're exploring this idea of being in flow and taking aligned action. Sadly, Simon passed just 18 months after the show was recorded. Anyway, I will leave you in the capable hands of my younger self. I'll be back on Sunday. Hello, this is your host, Paul Harvey at Life, Passion and Business. I realise I put this at the end of the programme most of the time. And I also realise I don't often listen to the end of podcasts. So I thought about it, i tell you here before we get started. So the first thing is this podcast is not supported in any way. We have no sponsorship. So if you would like to support us, do check out the Buy Me A Coffee link on this podcast app. And you also find it at the website. Okay, before I take you to the podcast, I want to give you a little bit of a reminder about the power of focus and accountability. This is the one tool that will really get you towards the goals you are seeking, towards the path you want to take. So listen to the end to find out more or check out the link in the show notes. Anyway, let's get you back to the podcast. My name is Paul Harvey and you are listening to Life, Passion and Business, a podcast born out of my desire to find greater meaning in life at the time when I thought there was none. Since that day, I have spoken to hundreds of people. And what I have discovered is that our story is everything. Because what we do, feel or experience is based on the stories that we tell ourselves. It's time to explore what it means to live a good life. How do we make this experience better? And more importantly, how do we lead the world to a better place? Back in when I started 11 years ago, I um, come out of the corporate world, wanted to set my own business up and build my own brand. So the brand was Simon Jordan, a pinstripe suit. I never wore a tie. And it was very much fake it until you make it. It was forced success. It did well. You know, I end up speaking in all over the world. Uh, but it was a real battle because it wasn't aligned. It wasn't in flow because I was seeing what other people were doing and thinking, well, I want to do that. Rather than thinking, actually, is that right for me? Um, is it aligned with me personally? But I thought, no, I'm just going to go for it. So I was burning the candle at both ends, just going crazy. Whereas the business was sort of trying to get successful, other areas of my life were falling apart. Um, I had, you know. In the weekend podcast, I was exploring this idea of being in tune, being in tune with the flow of life. And I'm looking at it from the perspective of intuition and how we foster more of that in our life, how we get into touch with these things. And so for my program today, I really wanted to find you an example of that within the podcast archive. And my mind fell on to an old friend of the podcast. In fact, he was one of the first shows we did, and that's Simon Jordan. And he always embodied everything that I thought that life, passion, and business was about. He really kind of was there for me. And he had an amazing journey, Simon, in terms of that. When I first met him over 10 years ago, he was the pinstripe marketing man. He was the, the man that would make things happen for you. 
And he was totally ego-driven at the time, which he freely admits he was led by his ego. And, and in many respects, he had a lot to prove to himself. And that's probably where it came from. And if you want to know Simon's full story, you need to go back in the podcast archive. So what I will do is I'll post his original podcast in the show notes so you can catch up with that. But today I wanted to share with you one about living in flow. Now I should say here, I I need to add here actually, Simon died in 2021 in December and I did a tribute show for him. And I released this show at the time. It's another one of the pieces of work from one of our events. This is from Reasons and Results. And it is this process about how do we live in the flow of living, the flow of life. The point is we can live life from a place of ego. And, and not, ego is not a bad thing. I'm not, not saying it's a bad thing because it is the driver. It's the driver that can make things happen. The question is, is how do we become aware of it? How do we become aware that we're driving ourselves and allow for the space for a time when we're not? You see, I did the seven to seven stuff. You know, there's this, you know, there's this view in the world that if you want to make something happen, you've got to put your shoulder to the wheel. And you've got to be prepared to push that wheel around. And you've got to be prepared to walk through a swamp to make everything happen and fall in the way that you want it to. And the question for me always comes is, do you want that thing enough? Why do you want that thing enough? And are you wanting it for the right reasons? A great example of someone who is really focused on the right reasons or his right reasons is Elon Musk. He wants to take mankind off this planet and become an interplanetary species. And he has the capacity to do it and by God he's going to make it happen. We are not all Elon Musks and wouldn't it be awful if we were? We all have to work and play to our gifts and strengths. And there are times when we will need to push but there are also times when we need to go with the flow. Now, Simon is a great example of this because, as as I said, when I first met him, he was absolutely pushing the world along. He was absolutely committed to changing the world and making a difference. And saying that, he did do some amazing projects. One Planet, One Place, and he did uh, Five Things Clear. The websites, all those things have gone, including his own website, but you can still find uh, Simon's material uh, on YouTube and on Facebook. He had an epiphany, and in this next in this uh, program today, you're going to get to hear about that epiphany, where he realised that life was so much more rewarding and enriching when he flowed with the path, when he flowed with the energy of life, and that's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about working with flow, intuition, and being in tune. So as I said, this comes from the event, Reasons and Results. As I've said before, there are still tickets available for that. You can still access that event. So, I'll, And I will leave an offer on the back of the, at the end of the podcast so you can hear more about it. And it is so nice to be able to have this, this piece of work that I did with Simon and be able to share it with you. It means a lot to me. So I'm actually quite excited to share this conversation with you again because I think it is so valuable. So I hope you enjoy the conversation with myself and the late Simon Jordan. I am delighted to be with Simon Jordan. And now he is a branding specialist, but he's also an adventurer. And that's the bit I love about Simon. 
he kind of thinks, oh, let's go and swim across the channel, he says to me. Why? But we'll, hear, we'll find out more about that. Simon does all sorts of adventurous things, and he uses it in his branding business, and he uses it as all part of contribution for him. So thanks for being on the program, Simon. It's really great to have you here today. Oh, my total pleasure. Really, thank you very much for inviting me and being part of a, a great series as well. You've got some fantastic speakers on here, so thank you. It has been a good series. It's certainly been a good series. So look, we are today talking about taking aligned action. And I, it is interesting because I knew you in your previous life, the pinstriped man who oh, was oh. like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. And to see yeah. you now, if you just said to yourself, like, well, 10 years, yeah, look, 10 years back, I'm going to be going to work in a T-shirt and I'm going to be swimming every morning, I guess you wouldn't have believed it. Probably not, no, but I think in the back of my mind, that's what I always wanted. That, right. That's what I want. In fact, I did a, a Zoom call with one of my major clients. We have, a, we have a team meeting every Monday. It was last week, and I literally just came out from, back from the bay from swimming. Uh, and my hair was a mess, and I had some tatty old T-shirt that had a few coffee stains on it because I was coming out from the beach. They're like, yeah, and I thought, good God, I would never have done that before. But, yeah. But you, <laughs> they, they take really- me you clearly work in alignment with your, with your, your mm-hmm. systems. You're yeah. totally in aligned. Can you say more about that for us? Okay. So back, I mean, this is, this is, this is 2020 now, the greatest year we've ever not had. <laughs> As we all know, burning hell. Anyway, um, back in when I started 11 years ago, I um, come out of the corporate world, wanted to set my own business up and build my own brand. So the brand was Simon Jordan, uh, pinstripe suit i never wore a tie i'll go go far as that I never wore a tie but it had glasses um i used to have a lot longer hair but back then it was all short and very neat and all the rest of it and it was very much fake it until you make it and it was forced success and i'll talk more about being in flow and being in alignment so i was building a business i mean I, I, it did well you know i was end up speaking in all over the world uh but it was a real battle because it wasn't aligned, it wasn't in flow, because I was seeing what other people were doing and thinking, well, I want to do that, rather than thinking, actually, is that right for me? Um, Is it aligned with me personally? But I thought, no, I'm just going to go for it. So I was burning the candle at both ends, just going crazy. Whereas the business was sort of trying to get successful, other areas of my life were falling apart. Um, I had, you know, got divorce, um, bankruptcy. I was just a complete mess, it really was. And then it came to only, I think it was 2017, three years ago, it, I was in just total chaos. <clears throat> I'd had huge health issues as well. I'd had an aneurysm um, and it was all falling apart. I'd moved to France and that had just royally exploded the, you know, the relationship and the business and blah, blah, blah. And I just kept on going, kept on going and not actually listening to what the universe was trying to tell me. And it was so out of alignment. But I thought, nope, got to keep going. And that's when you're coming from the place of ego. Like, right, I've got to do this because I should be writing a book or I should be doing this for the business because that's what other people are doing. And this is where a lot of people fall down and a lot of people waste a lot of money, time and effort. And I've done it where you see the gurus and you listen to them and go, well, I'm going to do that because they've made a million dollars sitting in their bedroom uh, in their underpants, typing on a laptop, and that's their success. So I'm one of that. I want that as well. Yeah, but that's their path. They're aligned with that. If you think about what they have, their contacts, their energy, how they come across on camera, on things like this, all of that, that's theirs. You cannot have exactly the same as that. It's an impossibility. 
So when these gurus put them, I'm not slagging all gurus off because some of them are great, but you buy into it when you go blindly into it and you're coming from a place that isn't from alignment and you're coming from a place of fear or lack. You go, I want that. Well, you're wanting that because you want to make the money or whatever. And nine times out of 10, you fall on your ass and you think, what a waste of money. And you get screwed up and whatever anger, again, coming from a place of ego, because it didn't work. Why didn't it work? Why? And it's self-perpetuating until the next guru comes along and so forth. It's not about alignment. So when you fall in alignment, it all comes apart. But I'm sure you can ask me more questions. Where I, can I, get- I, get, I, I really see that. Yeah, I think what you're talking about there is it's when you're trying to be that person rather than to yeah. be this person. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you're trying to compare apples and oranges because really, you're not that yeah. person. You are, you know, you are your own orange, your own whatever. And you've yeah. got to go yeah. in here to get out there yeah. and do what you do that way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, you are unique. I mean, I remember having an argument when it was a sort of a heated discussion with uh, another marketing person who was saying, USPs are dead. Like, How can they be dead? USP is your unique selling point. Because they're saying, yeah, but there's nothing unique. Hello, Paul, you are unique. You listening or watching this now, you are unique. You are your unique selling point. So you could be in a room of 100 other people doing exactly the same as you. Have no fear. You are you. People buy you for you, your energy. So anyway, yeah, so it's, it's, it's so true. I guess the other thing about it is, though, is that the, the business world likes conformity. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I know I've been to some networking events, not so much nowadays, but when I first moved up in this part of the world, so where was we? We were talking about that, that idea of You're saying uh, business conforming. Yeah. Yeah. Conforming. Yeah. yeah. I remember going to network meetings up here and then walking to a room full of gr- black and gray suits and feeling really bloody uncomfortable. It's like, mm. Whoa, this is really uncomfortable. Cause there's me turning up in something a bit more casual. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And me and feeling the eyes looking at me as I went to sit to my seat, they myself, Hmm, no, perhaps I'm not really welcome like this. <laughs> yeah. It is. It's and sometimes it is. It is uncomfortable. And I know, good. I used to run. Um, uh, I was a chapter director for BNI, um, a big networking group. I then ran four four networking groups. Four N is another networking group. It was all great, but yeah, it's just again forced trying to force the success. Um, and when you, t- but it's a confidence thing as well. You've got to have the confidence to do that. Um, and it's not always easy. Easy, but then look at where you are now what's what's not working for you where are you struggling um, and i see so many people so wait, just to, to looking at the title um taking aligned action so when i'm working with my clients i will suggest things so i'll lay out the foundations of how to build the brand but before i do that i get to know who they are um because really if, if they're the face of the business like you are paul your all your marketing should be a direct representation of your energy so when people go on your website, they see a digital version of you, the real version of you, not some shiny, polished, white-teethed um, person, the real you. And that's where you attract the right energy. Um, and I, I learned this the hard way. You know, I had this image of me. And God, I found something the other day which was nine years old. I thought, God, and that's I was putting this image out, which wasn't really me, the pinstripe suit, all the rest of it. It wasn't aligned with me. I was doing what I thought that's what people wanted rather than having the self-confidence and the self-love. That's an important thing. So I was attracting clients, which were a pain in the ass, wouldn't pay on time and all the rest of it. So when I'm working with my clients, I will say, well, look, here's the foundations of how to build a brand and we'll go through it. But at every single stage of the way, I will say, is this aligned with you? Does this feel right? And it, it, I work with them to make sure they know 
where that's coming from. Um, and it's so important to keep checking it. Is this right for me? And then taking action is, is vital, you know, very important. So how do we find alignment? What does that look like? Well, well, you know when things are working, you know things are right. And looking at, and it's sometimes you, you need to be working with someone um, to try and find that because it's not always easy when you're, when you're, you're in the head chatter and all the distractions. I would say one of the things actually you can do is go out into nature. Just go, you know, when you go on holiday, Paul, when you've gone and you're sitting on your deck chair and you just let everything go and you're relaxed and so do the ideas start flowing. That's when you're in alignment. That's when you're in flow, when you're relaxed. So one of the things I, I would say is, as, a, as a big hint and a big tip is go and find somewhere where you can have that relaxation. Get rid of the technology. That's just going to distract you. Try and be somewhere where you feel, yeah, you feel at ease, you feel at calm. And then look at where the struggles are in the business. Look at, is that right? And just question yourself, where I'm going, is that right? I mean, I've, I've been invited and used to invite people into the business as well to do joint ventures, that kind of stuff. And I was finding I was attracting people with a similar energy as me, both creative, or whatever, but they might be a bit all over the place. Whereas I was a bit more methodical in what I was doing. Yeah. And consequently, nothing would ever happen. We'd come up with great ideas, but nothing would actually progress. So now if I bring someone to do a joint venture, I would see, yes, we've got similar energies, but have they got something where I'm lacking uh, and vice versa? So it's about, yeah, knowing what does, does this sit right with me? Gut instinct, gut, we don't listen to enough of that. Um, and we don't, we're not quiet enough to actually listen to that. So yeah, try and find somewhere, go out where you find a bit of peace and then just start thinking, well, is this right? Does this feel right? We never, we don't, we don't talk enough about feelings. We think, well, business, it's all about money and success. And there's no, well, actually think about your gut instinct. So yeah. So where does the adventuring come into this? Because I mean, I know that's very much part of your brand, adventuring. I mean, yeah, mm. well, yeah, about swimming across the channel. And you actually genuinely were trying to swim across the channel this year, except... It's I was, of- but then uh, this sort of thing called COVID came up and then all the... <laughs> it sort of messed it all up. And now, you know, in fact, it would have been in a month's time I was doing it between the wind, The swimming window was between the 8th and the 15th of September. Uh, but yeah, the pool, everything closed because I was, I mean, I swim in the sea. Now, in fact, today marks the, um, I don't know when this will be going out, there's 60 days of swimming in the sea um, every day, all temperatures, all weathers, even when it's raining. But um, yeah, yeah, we're going to do that. And then it's all, so it's going to be next year if we can get a slot. But the adventure, it's, it's really to inspire other people to step outside of their business, go and do something which maybe scares you. Um, that you can create stories from. And when we can all go out and, you know, if you've got the money, you buy a Porsche or whatever it might be. But those are things, you know, it's, you know, you go to a restaurant, for example, go out with friends. What stories can you tell about the latest gadget you've just got? But hey, if you go off to the Himalayas or whatever and you meet other people from different cultures and you go on different adventures, it's just so enriching. You know, they will say it's an old line, but travel broadens the mind, but it's so true. So part of my brand, yeah, it's adventure because I do take clients out. To, I used to live up in Wales. I now live down by the uh, coast, right by the beach in West Bay in Dorset. But going for me for adventures is 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 really important. It helps rewild me. It helps me get perspective. Um, I mean, this year I was supposed to be climbing Elbrus in um, in Russia, uh, the highest mountain in Europe, until the pandemic fell apart. Um, all these different things are kind of messed up, but it, it enriches as well. And you bring that energy back into your business. So you go off and do things and it makes you appreciate life as well. 
Um, and rewilding for me is is vital. Uh, and I swim, as I said, I swim in the sea every single day, and it's just beautiful to be right out away, and I can look at the cliffs. Um, if you know the Jurassic Coast, if you ever watch Broadchurch, that's where I live. It, it, it's a beautiful part of the world, and you just look at that, and it makes you feel insignificant. The ego gets left behind, and it just makes you appreciate more. You bring that energy of peace, calm, and love, whatever you want to call it, back into the business. So for me, yeah, adventure is key because uh, it's a completely separate thing. Um, and I try and inspire other people to do that as well, to just to go out and just be in nature uh, and learn from that, see how 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 easy nature is. Um, yeah, so that's that's that part of the business. Hmm. And, and haven't you done? Um, isn't that? I I thought you did an event where you did a marketing event up a mountain or something. Or did that come off in the end? No, 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 I don't think that was me. No, wasn't you? I, I've taken clients up there, up the mountains. Okay, yeah. okay. I thought we were, I think there was something in Morocco or something about going to. Morocco. Yes, no, we were going to do that, um, and then we had to change various different things, and we decided that no, we're going to put it on hold. Um, I don't think that was perfectly aligned at the time. There were people that were part of the team, so I decided no, it's not right. We'll, we'll do it another year. Again, that's listening, but yeah, no, no. What it was? Yes, you're right. Um, we were going to take because we, we, I was climbing a couple of years ago in uh, we were Jebel Topkol, which is the highest mountain in North Africa. And we we're coming back down from there, thinking, yeah, this this could be good actually. Um, we wouldn't do a high level climb because it's altitude, but we could take people. And the idea was over like a, a week, five days, we'd take people out into a um, on a camel, go and stay in a Bedouin tent under under an amazing night sky. There's no light pollution out there. And then we'd take them for a low level trek into the Atlas Mountains. Um, and when you're out there, I mean, when we when I went out there and we trekking in North Africa, the, the just the conversation you have is fantastic because it's separated from business. You're away from the office, yeah. and amazing yeah. things come up. The revelations, and the ideas you have, yes. again, it, it's it's when you're out there. So we were thinking of doing that and taking people out there. So yeah, it it will again, it will happen again. You did Everest Base Camp, didn't you? As well, <laughs> say again. You did Everest Base Camp as well, didn't you? I yeah. I remember yeah, that, some of the that, videos. That, that was beautiful. Yeah, can't, I can't wait to get back up into Nepal. Beautiful, but then with, with everything happening, who knows when that's going to happen? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But fact, that what, picture there, yes. that picture there is um, that is on the way to base camp. And I quickly got out of the way, and there's three yaks um, coming past. And here's an interesting term: people go, "Ah, yaks, right? Can I have? We're up there. So can we have some yak cheese?" And they say, "No, you can't." What do you mean, you can't? Um, and a yak is the male of the of the breed. You can't get cheese from that. You can have knack milk, but you can't. So there's the knack and the yak. You can, okay, yes, yeah, please don't give me yak milk. <laughs> oh, yeah, brilliant. No, but it is fact. I mean, as you say, that has given you stories and things to talk about. And you say being out, out in nature, being in touch with something, even if it is walking on a daily basis, these are the things that absolutely will reset you, bring new energy to keep yeah. you doing something. Well, I mean, I, I, as I, said, I swim, swim down at the bay, it's only half a mile from here, every morning. And during lockdown, um, so this is 60 days now, I've done it. And there's a group of people that we swim with, myself and my partner, pretty much every morning. Um, there's a core group of us that swim all year round, and we're, we're a bit mad. But we've met some fantastic people. The youngest lady is Sarah, who's 36. The oldest, there's two of them, Marsha and uh, Denise, who's 75. Some of them have had replacement hips, some of them new knees. And you talk to them, and they're fantastic. And I've sort of fallen in love with all of them. And I've put together a book called Wild Swimming uh, Through Lockdown. And we're raising money for a local mental health charity. But to have the privilege and 
honour of photographing them as they come out of the water. Uh, it's just head and shoulder shots. And it's the it, it, same question. It was uh, name, first name and age, because that was very important. And why do you swim? And the stories are fantastic. One lady is a singer-songwriter. She's written a song that go, that's in the book. And it's all ready to go to print this week. We've got the sponsor. And it's wonderful. It's a celebration of this group of people who just genuinely love the little community and going out swimming, even if it's just to bob around the water, what it does for them. But again, that's kind of part of the adventure, uh, part of my business, because it's just being there and listening and, and hearing stories from other people. Just it's beautiful, really lovely. There's also some, there's quite a lot of evidence about how healing getting into natural water is because it's like you are grounding yourself with the earth and there's something really, it's like, just go, if if you're feeling stressed, just go and take your socks off and stand on the grass. Oh, you're absolutely right. And it's like, it's like, it's like standing, like, that feels really different. It's like, and I, and I cannot tell you why it feels so amazing. It's the, it's the earth. It's the uh, the energy from the earth. Um, I, I studied Tai Chi for a while. Um, and when you, when you put your feet on the ground, you actually arch your feet. So you get this like hollow. And that's when you bring the chi up from the ground. And when you connect with the earth, it's incredibly powerful. You, I mean, I would do an hour's Tai Chi and come up high as a kite. <laughs> like, yeah, it's phenomenal. I am an old bloody hippie. You can probably tell that. <laughs> You've not cut my hand. It has occurred to me. It has occurred to me. <laughs> yeah. but I mean, obviously, you're a very healthy guy. You always put that. So what about, what about the contribution side to it? Because you mentioned contribution is a big part of your business and your big part. It is, yes. Yeah. So I said there's three parts. There's brand, adventure, and contribution. Contribution, I all believe we can be part. Of, we all should be part of something bigger than us. Um. I've always loved Mother Nature. Mother Nature has, has always done so much for me. Being out, I was, When I was in Wales, I was climbing every weekend. I just loved to get away from it. And it just, again, rewild me. And when I was up in Wales, uh, I remember just asking the question, what can I do? What can I put my talents towards which will help um, create an awareness of something? I didn't know what it was. And I remember one day I was on the beach um, and I found this dying seabird. And it had one of these uh, plastic rings around its head, so it couldn't eat. Anyway, long and short, short of it, long, long and short of it, rather. I uh, took it to the vets; it died. And I thought we were responsible. We as humans, as as consumers, were responsible for the death of this bird. It, it didn't need that. And then I saw a video uh, about this whale that had been shot in this bay because it, it wouldn't move. And when they hauled it out, it was filled with plastic bags. It had just been eating plastic. It's awful. And then that afternoon. I went to a big surface beach called Whistling, uh, sorry, um, Hell's Mouth up in North Wales. So much litter had washed up. And I remember finding this massive carton. I've never seen a, bit, a bigger carton as this huge. It must have been like five litres of milk. And all these people walking along um, saying, oh, how wonderful the beach was and the views. But nobody was picking up the litter. And I thought, well, I think it's because they see it's too much. They see there's too much litter. So what will one piece do? And I thought, but well, you know what? If we all picked up just five pieces, we'd clear the beach hang on, five things clear. There's an idea. So I went back home, set up an Instagram account, posted a few photos, and then it just built built momentum. And within seven weeks, it had gone global. <laughs> like, oh my God. I mean, talk about aligned action. This was me, my passion. And I think when you're inspired, the universe will transpire or conspire with you or whatever um, to bring about what's needed. So I was getting people sending me um, messages from Russia, um got japan the philippines and they've created this little science it's hashtag the number five things clear 
And it's just gone, it's just phenomenal. And then we set up the Five Things to Clear Challenge, which was all around Europe. It was a bit like the, the Ice Bucket Challenge. And it just built and built and built. Now I'm working with the local council on the Jurassic Coast. We did a huge beach thing this weekend. Um, there's loads of other events coming up. We did the Million Piece Pickup Pledge, working with a company in LA where we were tracking all the litter and stuff like this. Just, just brilliant. So going back to your original question about contribution, you know, what can you do? We all have um, time in our week. We do. We can spare. I mean, I work with a charity called Silverline. And 20 minutes or even half an hour a week, I speak to this old lady. Half an hour. That's all it takes. Um, and we've been speaking now for five, six years, every Tuesday. And it, it's beautiful. She lives on her own, and she needs someone. She wants someone to talk to. Simple as that, half an hour. So we can all contribute some of our time. And I think, you know, when you learn something as well, pay it forward. So con- contribution is a huge part. Because I think, you know, if if you've learned something or you're here, we're all paying rent on this planet. We can all do something. Go out, be part of something that's bigger than you. Again, it puts your own life into perspective. Steps away from all this drama we see on the TV. You know, there's certain things you can't do about the, the wars and the battles. In, but what can you do in your family, in your community? And it's a huge, you get a huge buzz off it. I mean, I organize this beach fee. I do one every month. We meet on the beach, um, funny enough, being a beach clean. And the local cafe, beach cafe, supply all the hot drinks for free. We had one lady made cakes for us. We had over 50 people this time. And it was raining. You know, I was like, wow. And all, in fact, <laughs> I've got to buy more litter pickers and all these other bits of gear. And it was just phenomenal. And it was a community. I remember stood standing back going, look at them. They're all finished the beat clean. We do it for two hours. And they were chatting and there was new people, old people they'd never met before. And they were chatting. And it was just beautiful. I got such a buzz out of it. And it wasn't about me. It's never about me. Five things clear is not about me. It's about everyone doing their part. How much did you get last time? How much did you pick oh, up? God, it was loads, loads, uh, too much. <laughs> we're actually, we've, we're now working with the school and they're going to come down and actually document all the litter um <laughs> some stuff you don't want to put you be putting your hands in the bag because it's broken glass and whatever but just amazing absolutely brilliant so yeah contribution what can you do um you know don't just give to charity every now and again what can you do on like a consistent basis um and it's not about coming from a place of ego going look at me i'm the great giver it's not about that at all i've always said the five things clear for me i don't care if no one knows I mean, in fact even my face actually on the branding for five things it's not, it's not me it's the logo um, because it's, I just want people to run with it. I want to inspire other people to go, yeah, I can do it. I mean, God, if someone set up six things clear, fantastic, or three things, I don't mind. Just go and do something. You know, the planet needs us. Humanity needs us. So, yeah, as you can see, I'm all, I get all passionate about I, it. I can, see, I can see and hear your passion on this one, which is lovely, which is absolutely yeah. marvellous. Oh, yeah. So, okay, so uh, to, to kind of like tie this together, obviously we've got to kind of give people something useful. Like, you know, what you have found that really works in terms of getting stuff done is basically be in alignment and do what yeah. is necessary to get there. Yeah. Well, okay, I'll share um, something with you. It's, I call it the simplicity of success. It's, right. it's being put into a book. <clears throat> There's um, six points to it. Now, success isn't about obtaining i've got the flash car or i've got x amount in my my bank wallet whatever success is being in flow because when you're in that space that's when the magic happens five things clear was born out of flow and it just beautifully happened people i mean 
I've got a client who I'm the creative director for over in LA because of Five Things Clear, and they're producing something which will help change all the single-use paper cups over in, in America and worldwide. Um, and that came through flow, being flow. So first thing is acknowledgement. Where are you struggling in your life right now? So acknowledge, I'm struggling. This is this, whatever it might be. It could be a relationship or whatever. Nine times out of ten, you're coming from a place of ego. Um, you don't want to acknowledge it because you want to battle through it. I mean, there's more to it than that. It's about the balance of chaos and control and blah, blah, blah. The second point is acceptance. Do you accept that, okay, I, I've caused this. And you might be thinking, Simon, you're completely mad, but our external world is a reflection of our internal world. So if you've got utter chaos and batshit crazy stuff going on out there, you would have attracted that. As mad as it sounds, because I've been there, I've attracted all sorts of crazy circus stuff. <laughs> I mean, unbelievable. Well, we haven't got time on a simple it. level, let's just touch on that. On a simple yeah. level, that one, if you've got a cob on, if you've got a particularly, if you're angry about something. I love that cob on. <laughs> love that. If you walk into a pub having had a bad day and you've got a flipping cob on, you're angry about something, yeah. there's a very good chance that you could actually meet someone and go, because yeah, yeah, yeah. that energy you're putting out will prickle someone, they'll yeah. react, you'll prickle back, and before you know it, you're throwing punches at each other. Yeah. So and that is in, in a very visceral sense. But, you know, yeah, you yeah, you're right. There's, there's a story, actually, and it has been, has been um, the experiment has been done. You've got a room full of tuning forks. It's a very weird room. <laughs> if you've got the tuning fork of the key of A and you ping it, the only other tuning forks that will vibrate are the only the ones that are in the same key. So all the A's will vibrate. So we are on a subatomic level. We are all energy. Yeah. We just vibrate at different things. Uh, in fact, a key, uh, 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 an avocado vibrates at the same um, frequency that we do. How weird is that? Which is 75 megahertz. Anyway, and that's beside the point. So, But what you're saying, yeah, you vibrate. So you attract. So if you are vibrating from a place of anger, fear, stress, um, bitterness, whatever, hate, whatever, you are going to attract more of that in. So when you're coming from alignment, where do you want to be coming? Where do you want to attract from? Um, so that's acceptance. So we've got acknowledge that shit is happening. Acceptance, okay. And it's just it's getting rid of the ego, going, you know what? Yeah, I reckon I'll probably... I probably called this, caused this. The third one is surrender. This is key. Surrender to it. Stop fighting about this. Again, if we have more time, I'll tell you all about the surrender um, bit that happened to me. It was pretty like, oh my God. But if you want to hear that surrender story, check out Simon's podcast on life, passion, business. Yes, I did. Yeah, we, we talked, discussed about that. Yeah. 10 foot by 10 foot prison cell. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah. For about eight, 12 hours. That's yeah, where yeah, I had yeah. But beautiful. It was a beautiful moment. Um, <laughs> So that's the surrender, surrendering to, you know what, I'm done with this fighting because a lot of the time, especially in this patriarchal society, it's all battling and blah, blah, blah. It's just a surrender. Go, okay, I'm not going to try and control this anymore. Because um, when there is chaos, we try and control it and there's, there's an, the balance is shifted. There will always be chaos. There's always uh, control. But don't be one or too much of one or the other. Then there's about stopping. Stopping is when you take stop and just, okay, look at where you are find a place, go out into nature and look at what's going on. That's where you can feel the flow. Um, it does sound bloody hippie, doesn't it? But it's really, really important to find a space where you can connect and you can feel that flow come through. It's really important. And then from there, you get success um, because whatever you call out. And, I, you know, I talked about this client in LA. I remember coming back from somewhere thinking, you know what, it'd be really nice to be working with a company who are doing some good in the world. 
Two days later, these guys come through. Never heard of them. Why would it? It's a Russian guy working in LA. I've now been his creative director for, God, probably coming up to two years. Um, the house I'm living in now is was all born out of flow. Phenomenal how it happened. Um, the time I was invited around down, myself and my partner invited to uh, Hungary, where we, we sailed down the, the River Tissa clearing up plastic. That was born out of flow. And we put out there to universe, we, oh, we'd like to do something in the nature, but something to do with kayaking. This guy called Miklos, lovely guy, contacted me two days later after just requesting it. It sounds all really woo-woo, but I've got so many stories. I would love someone to try and prove me wrong. Go, that's not right, because believe me, two weeks ago I said, yeah, I haven't worked with any new kind of clients of this ilk for a while. Not that I need it because I'm fully booked at the moment. I kid you not, two days later, three emails come through. I've had the, meet, the meetings with them. The proposals have gone out. It's beautiful. Just, it's all about flow. So acknowledge, so I'm, I'm really off the screen here. Acknowledge, acceptance, surrender, gratitude, stopping, just chilling out, getting rid of the distractions, going out into nature, seeing what's all happening, and then that's the success. And when the struggles come again, which they always will, go back to the start again. It's really, really powerful. So there you go. When's that booked you out? Yes, yes. <laughs> I know you're writing that into a book, so thanks for sharing it. Oh, sorry, when is it due out? Yes, sorry, yeah, it's, um, we're hoping it will be September. Um, but so uh, we, we we got the transcription, well, the audio transcribed, and I read it back and I thought, it doesn't make much sense, so I'm going to just put it into into a better word, so yeah. yeah well, thank you for be, sharing that, because I know it was, it's a new project of yours, thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah, yeah, no, my pleasure, thank you. So, Simon, thank you very much for your time today. It's been you know, a, a great oh, journey listening to you about this idea of flow and, and aligned action. And you know, I, I think it's, especially now in this current situation, there's going to be a, a, a sense of uh, in the world as people go back into yeah. the working environment. And I think people have got to learn to the idea of like, okay, chill a bit. Let's, yeah. let's find a way through this that's not pushing. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Well, if, if going back to this whole flow, if you think, and I've read about, I've written about it rather. It was a blog post called uh, "Right River, Wrong Boat." We're all flowing downstream, and everything you want is downstream. But the problem is, so many are, so many of us are in our own boat, which we all are. Um, just bear with me on this, on this idea. But some of us are going, "I don't want this boat. I want that boat over there." So I'm going to paddle in this direction, and we stir up the water. We, call, we put boulders in our way. We want to go upstream. We want to control it instead of just surrendering and just letting, it's not about just letting things happen and sitting on the sofa all day. No, the universe will reward, reward you for action. Um, but it's so many people just, no, I don't want to be doing this. I want to be doing that way. But when you stop and listen, what is the universe telling you? You know, if you're having health issues right now, what's happening? You know, I mean, I had car accidents and all this kind of stuff, and I just wasn't listening. And they got more and more and bigger and bigger until I finally, right, okay, I get it now. And that moment when I just went, I get it. Everything fell into place. Everything, the relation, finance, where I lived, you name it. It was just phenomenal. And it still keeps doing that. And when I start struggling, I'm thinking, what's, what's life trying to tell me about me right now? And I take ownership of it. And when I go back to that place, acknowledge, acceptance, surrender, gratitude, all falls back in line again. Beautiful. So, I would have to say a similar story around virtual events because mm. 
this has just been magic. It just kind of comes together. I don't push these at all. And, you know, people like you turn up and say, yes, you know, it's like it, it just works. That's, that's how these yeah. things come together. So Beautiful. it is. I think that is, I think that's going to have to be ended today because I think you, know, you and I can talk a lot and I think it's probably best to just be short and sweet. I, I love that conversation. I always love talking to you, Simon. So thank you very and much. And you, Paul, my friend. It's good to, good to speak to you. It is good to speak. And uh, yeah, all the best for the Simplicity Project. Thank you very much. And that was Life, Passion and Business with Paul Harvey and my guest, the late Simon Jordan. Yes, Simon has passed and left us, but he has left us a legacy and that's his work he has left behind. There is the book which you can find on Amazon. It's called Simplicity of Success, Life in Flow. Although his websites have gone, you can still find him on YouTube at Simon Jordan. And on Facebook, there is the Five Things Clear project which is about taking rubbish off the beach and cleaning our beaches. As always, the links will be at the website at lifepassionandbusiness.com. Now, as you know, this program came from a virtual event called Reasons and Results. There were over 20 speakers on that program, and it covered areas of motivation and inspiration and all of the reasons why we do stuff and don't do stuff. So that is available at the website lifepassionandbusiness.com. You can find the events page and you can definitely find the uh, the event for reasons and results if you would like access to that i am offering five three 45 day tickets to that event and if you would like to get access to one of those send me a message at the contact page on the website with the words free access in the subject line now this event was about getting stuff done and it's about how you do that within balance If you are looking to get things done, you want some more direct help, I have something for you. Okay, as I mentioned at the beginning, now is a time to discover how to find some more focus in your life and get things done. We all want to move forward. We all want to find some measure of success in the world. And I I say success with inverted commas because I have a different view of success, but another time. The point is, we always want to move forward and to see change in our lives or to see change for the better. And very often, some of those things we're trying to achieve, trying to do, there seems to be a resistance. There seems to be something in the way. So I want to talk to you about a thing that I call focus coaching. And it's called turbo coaching by some people. It was something I learned in my coach trainings over 15 years ago. And I used to use it a lot with my marketing clients. What we do, we establish what it is you want to achieve and what is in the way of achieving it. What are the blocks you're coming up against and what it is you need to put in place to move through those blocks and then help you make a commitment to actually achieve it, to do what you say you're going to do in the time frame that you're choosing to do it. And that is called focus coaching for me. And it is so powerful when you set out a clear objective and you knock down all the things that are standing in the way of it, more often than not, success of achieving that goal comes comes your way. For more details, check out the resources tab at lifepassionandbusiness.com or check out the links below on this podcast. Now, finally, has this podcast been useful to you? If so, please consider giving us a five-star review on the app of your choosing and, of course, sharing it with a friend because that's how people like yourself find good podcasts. 
And that's it for me until Sunday. As always, thank you so much for being here with me on this journey. I so appreciate your time and attention. I'll catch you next time. All the best.